0: Welcome back, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. Man, have I got a great story to tell to you all tonight by one of my favorite people in the world um, that I know. But before I get into that, this is the 34th. Volume number 34 of the Quarantine Lean edition of the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. Thanks for everybody tuning in again. Y'all share the podcast, do what y'all need to do. I'm going to hurry up and rush into this, right? All right. Can you imagine being from a small town that is blue collar? And the only thing that you have for inspiration to look up to is your father who is a a trash man. And all of a sudden, you spend your Saturday afternoons and evenings helping your father run his business? Mm -hmm. To some people, that sounds very, very boring, but to the person that I'm speaking about, it actually served as inspiration. Um, This person would discover several talents from his upbringing all the way up until high school to college, as well as the NBA and also now in business as well as sports ownership person I'm speaking about tonight is none other than Irving Magic Johnson. And I know a lot of people that has listened to my podcast in the past and say, you know what, Jerome, you always talk about Magic Johnson. Why do you always continue to bring his name up? Well, first of all, Magic Johnson is a cultural icon. Um, He is and was one of the first people that I know to openly come out and challenge HIV. Um, He is a phenomenal public speaker, a phenomenal business leader, and also a phenomenal person. Let's start there. Um, So, Let's get into his, let's just say, early career uh, back in Lansing, Michigan, where he's from. Magic Johnson was able to actually win a state title. Um, He was then able to go to Michigan State, rival Larry Bird at Indiana State, win the national championship. Okay. He comes into the NBA. Kareem gets hurt as a rookie. Magic. Brought the ring home back to L.A. I think he scored like a triple double or some crazy number like that. It was it was insane. Pandemonium. The type of success that anybody could actually dream of. He was LeBron James before LeBron James, in my opinion. But um, I'm not going to get into the basketball aspect of his playing career. But then, you know, also he did a lot of different things, you know, for the Los Angeles Lakers. And then he started to network. He found the power of networking with the actual owners, um, the specific owner of the Lakers at the time, uh, Dr. Jerry Buss. Um, he was Magic Johnson's mentor, showed him how things work, showed him um, the business of sports ownership. And Magic um, was very, very. He was a sponge, so to speak. Everything that he took in, everything that was communicated by Dr. Bus, actually he went out and, you know, he did things to put himself in position, but we're gonna get on uh to that later in the conversation. But one of the first things that Magic Johnson did was actually invest in an actual radio station. He was successful at that. He was actually able to flip the radio station. I think he purchased it for like a million dollars. He was actually able to flip it for like 10 million, which was phenomenal. One of his mentors from Michigan State helped him do that. Um, Then after Magic Johnson, I think this was in 1991 or somewhere around there, maybe 1990, him and Mr. Graves from Black Enterprise, um, they partnered and they bought an actual Pepsi company, Pepsi bottling company together. That was successful. Then after that, uh, after basketball, Magic Johnson then started to go into several different areas. Um, you know, he was one of the first people to invest in movie theaters that I know of, to own movie theaters. Not one of the first people, one of the first people that I know and was successful um, in urban areas. Um, the T.J., the Magic Johnson, TJ T, What is it? G.I.F. Friday Fridays. I'm just going to say Fridays. Y'all hear my country grammar coming out. Maybe I'm just a little excited. Um, he invested in those restaurants. And then he went on to invest in Starbucks and was very, very successful. He is the one that brought Starbucks to the hood. Um, I always say hood. They quoted as urban areas. I would never stop saying hood. I, I just love the lingo. But it was Magic Johnson who did that. He also had... Contracts with uh, food groups such such as uh, Sodexco, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And I know you guys are saying, Jerome, enough already. Get to it. All right. I can't just yet. I'm not going to give you guys everything. First of all, Magic Johnson married a very, very, I think one of the smartest decisions that he did in his in his career was marrying the love of his life. Cookie Johnson. I mean, this woman is all of it. I mean, I could tell that with a woman like that by your side, that she injected so much of wisdom and confidence into magic and gave him the, I would say, the the savvy that he has to say, hey, you know what, look. After basketball, this is not all over with. She stayed with him through the HIV diagnosis. That's strong. That's love. Uh, So, yeah, that's to me, that's one of his greatest accomplishments uh, finding the love of his life and maintaining a healthy marriage. Okay. But Magic Johnson was also a Laker owner. Okay. He was actually um, part owner of the Lakers. Um, He was actually able to take advantage of that once he sold his stake in Starbucks. And um, he was actually able to ride a good wave. And he was also instrumental in actually reviving the Lakers back to championship glory. Um, It was not for all you sports fans out there. It was not Rob Palenka. It was Magic Johnson who... um, was able to run Mitch, Mitch check out of town for all my Laker fans know that he was running the franchise into the ground. And, um, so was, um, Dr. Jerry Bus's son, right? He was actually able to navigate that and actually have Jenny Buss to be the, you know, the major owner at this point in time. Right. So let's give him credit there. And he was also able to, Get LeBron James to come to L.A. Without Magic, none of that never would have happened. So I know I'm irritating you guys because I'm letting you all know something, some things that you already know. But I want to back up for a moment. And I want to and I want you guys to imagine, do you remember when Michael Jordan uh, first gave up? Basketball and he started to play baseball because he stated that he loved the game. And a lot of people like, hold on. What? What? Are you you kidding me? And he started to play for the minor leagues, uh, the Chicago White Sox team. A lot of people thought that. Michael Jordan was crazy. Well, and to be honest, a lot of people. You know, it's swaying on each side about how his career could have went. But he started to catch on. But can you imagine? In I think it was 2004. Don't even quote me on the date. Magic Johnson actually investing in an actual minor league baseball team in Dayton, Ohio. Regarding the Cincinnati Reds, he actually purchased an actual that's was his first professional team that he purchased his first his first um, baseball team. And in actuality, the the games were sold out um, and just so happened, Magic decided to actually sell his portion of the team. To, you know, to a different owner. But I mean, through all the urban development that he's done in places like Detroit and uh, Baltimore Mill and Washington, D.C., Chicago, uh, all of the philanthropist uh, actions that he has created uh, by giving back in regards to. um, Education and banking, you know, a lot of people don't understand. Magic Johnson was one of the main reasons why Washington Mutual started to have banking centers in urban areas. Magic Johnson was a part of that. So did I mention he's a billionaire as well? Magic Johnson pulled out one of the most expensive. He brokered one of the most expensive baseball team deals in Major League history. When the Magic Johnson group purchased the Los Angeles Dodgers in 2012. And he was actually able to bring the Dodgers back into a prominent state. I mean, to be honest, in baseball before 2012, if I'm not mistaken, I know they had Tommy Lasorda and, um, The other coach from um, St. Louis, I forgot his name, but they really weren't relevant. The Dodgers, when I say they, um, since Kirk Gibson, I think Daryl Strawberry had a, a short run with the Dodgers before he went to the Yankees, but they weren't relevant. Magic Johnson actually turned the brand around. And tonight, everything comes full circle. And I want you guys to. Join me in congratulating baseball, hold up, the first African-American owner, baseball team owner to win a World Series. The Dodgers has won a World Series beating the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Can everybody give Magic Johnson a round of applause? <sighs> but I, I I like bringing types of different content like this. I had to understand that when I was so caught up on. Just, you know, the hardcore black issues, I mean, it was just taking the life out of me. I could just I mean, it was it was hard. Things like this I could do and it's still interesting, it's still entertaining, it's still educating and it's still uplifting versus me screaming and cursing into the phone and doing all of that. You know what? I I, I had to take a step back. I like to thank everybody for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. Man, you guys can follow me at Rome Empire 77 on Twitter, uh, Virtual Hustle uh, on Instagram, Jerome on Facebook, Jerome Thornton on Facebook, Thornton Media on Facebook. Um, If you all would like to be an actual contributor to the show, we do have uh, um, options for listeners to actually donate. If you all want to have an idea in regards to some content that you would like to hear, please leave me a message. Don't hesitate to give me a call or not give me a call, but, you know, leave me a message. It's all good. Thank you guys again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. Quarantine lean volume number or episode number. I'm tired of saying volume. Episode number 34. Peace and love. I'll let you guys a little bit later.